What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up, Howard Benner and Adam Ronis. Bring you all the good stuff here at the Annie Up Show, betting, fantasy, whatever. Oh my God, Adam, I didn't tell you about like the worst beat in the world last night. The worst, for, how are you doing? Let's let's ask that, how are you doing? I'm okay, I know what you're referring to because Pember brought it up to me. Oh, did he told you about it already? Yeah. Dude, what a horror show of a beat. Like if you went and listened to Alarm After Hours on the SXM app, Right, you could hear the progression, and you could hear me getting so, you know, bitter and angry, and and all of a sudden it was like right before the final commercial break was when Dylan Moore hit the home run, and I lost both the run line and the money line in one fell swoop. And I, I think you, if you listen closely, you can hear the tears rolling down my cheek. Yeah, that was tough because, um, you know, there wasn't many games on and I was on right before you with Jen and the Astros were rolling and I was messing with her. Um, I go, wow, this was before they blew it. I said, wow, the Astros are losing. She's like, no. I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. So I guess it was a precursor of things to come. It sucked for me, too, because I have Luis Garcia in TGFBI and it dropped me like four spots in the overall because of his shit performance. Uh, yeah, and he had. Uh, seven it was seven nothing and then seattle scored three in the bottom of the fourth then the astros score one in the top of the fifth and he gave up that three run the three run homer to seager was a crusher because it was a one-two pitch that he just threw right over the plate and as soon as seager hit it garcia knew it was gone and then of course there was two outs they pull him so he doesn't even get the fucking win not that he probably would have gotten anyway and then the bullpen obviously Giving up the four runs in the eight. So, yeah, that was brutal, man, because you figured, oh, seven, nothing. Yeah, we're good. Garcia, Astros offense, but that was a really tough loss. Uh, Seattle has been amazing this year, man. I mean, 55 and 46, really? For Seattle? Dude, it's crazy, man, right? And Seattle just made a trade, right? They traded uh, Kendall Graveman. Uh, and Montero and Montero, right? They get a uh, out, you know, uh, Toro, Abraham Toro, and uh, and another reliever back as well. Um, you know, either setting the stage of a possible Kyle Seeger deal or uh, just in getting insurance here for Kyle Seeger. But you know, Jerry Depoto says they are they are buyers, they are not sellers. It's crazy. It really is. Yeah, they've been linked to Whit Merrifield as a possibility. So. Uh, I think they're definitely the, one of the biggest surprises this year. I mean, Giants are probably the biggest, but Seattle was not supposed to be in this spot, and they just continue to play well. That was a, a huge win for them last night because it just keeps them kind of afloat there in that wild card. I mean, I think most people feel they won't make it when you look at the teams around them, but they keep hanging in there, and, you know, uh, they're right there. I mean, they're they're a game behind Oakland, man. Like, it's nuts. It's Seattle, right? I mean, their home record is sick. I mean, I, I guess serves me right for going against them at home. But oh my god, like you would never. I mean, look at that lineup. Look at that lineup. Is that a lineup that that you know screams even wild card? No. No, and especially. Kelnick has done absolutely nothing, man. He's been awful, you know, and that was one of the what you expected. All right. Now, look, to be fair, they have a minus 49 run differential 
and the Blue Jays are plus 85, and the Mariners <laughs> are better than the Blue Jays. So, but still, I mean, if you would have said uh, at the on this date that the Mariners would have a better record than the Yankees, I mean, no one would believe that. Better record than the Blue Jays, Indians, Angels, like this is crazy. Yeah, that is um, that is uh, it's bonkers to see Seattle in that spot. It really is. But you know, again, I mean, just the whole the whole comeback and the and everything against uh, against Houston yesterday. I mean, this is just. I mean, it was it, you know, and, and you and I just talked about right being on a losing streak, right? And 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 like this happens. I went, mind you, I went three and all on my MLB props. Right. One of which was Luis Garcia over six and a half strikeouts. Right. I doubled up on that. I was like Luis Garcia strikeouts. Um, I, you know, I think there was a, 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 a Dante Bichette, uh, you know, prop that I had going. Whatever. What's that? Oh, Bichette. You said Dante, his dad. Dante Bichette was coming back for uh, for for just the game. Yes, Bo oh, Bichette. Okay. I didn't realize he came out of retirement. So Luis Garcia, <laughs> Bo Bichette, and the over on the number of hits allowed for uh, for Nick Pavetta. Right, three and zero there. You know I, the White Sox game did not hit the under, and I was like, okay, you know whatever. And and there it was, right, six nothing in the first, seven nothing after the you know in the, in the mid second uh, second you know mid second inning, and I was just like. I couldn't believe it, dude. Like when you're on a losing streak, like that's the kind of shit that happens that just drives me insane. I have not laid a single bet down today. I have not made a call. I have not made a bet. Nothing. Yeah, it's probably best that way. Sometimes you just need to step back and be like, you know what? Things are just not going my way now. I can't even sustain a 7 nothing lead, an 8-3 lead. So, yeah, let me just uh, sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so frustrating, Adam. So unbelievably frustrating. What's more frustrating, losing a bet like that, losing that that bad beat uh, at the end there, or finding out that your entire fantasy baseball team now has the COVID? Ooh, that's tough. I guess probably if you're in contention, your entire team having COVID. Um, yeah, just when we were like, oh, yeah, we're good. Now, all of a sudden. Guys are getting COVID again, right? Yeah, guys, that's exactly what it is. Guys are getting COVID again, and uh, yeah, Trey Turner was pulled from uh, today. Is uh, we're recording here on Tuesday. Trey Turner was uh, was pulled, and the report is because he's got COVID. Um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know who else uh, who else landed on the COVID list, or are Christian we just expecting Yelich. what's Christian that? Yelich, Christian Yelich tested positive. Oh. Dude. At least he had the decency for it to happen be before my weekly lineups locked and I could uh, replace him. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Turner, you got screwed. He was in the game. Now you're done for the week. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's a huge. Bar. So I guess thank you, Christian Yelich, for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> for real, like I had one team in the GST and I, you know, I have Harrison Bader and he's been on fire and I'm like, damn, I don't have a spot for him. And he only has five games this week. It's a weekly league. So I'm like, I just can't play him. He's got the one game less. Yelich, that happened. I'm like, all right, Bader, you're in. And Bader homer tonight. So hopefully that's a league where I get the break. Uh, my home league, I have Yelich and I've been, I've been wheeling and dealing. It looks like I've come to an agreement on another trade. We'll see if someone tops it. So I'm, I'm making this push. Uh, I'm up to third place. 
So, uh, but Yelich now being out for at least 10 days, not that he's been, it's OBP though. And he's been better there. And I have Yelich and labor. So, I mean, my labor team is doing a lot better. I've uh, been trying to make a trade with two teams. Uh, it hasn't worked out yet. I don't think I'm winning it, but Hey, um, compared to where I was, I'm actually only, uh, 10, uh, only 17 points out of first. So it's possible. But probably not looking at the team, but it's better than where I was earlier this year. But Yelich is oh no, I got Yelich out this week. Yeah, it's not like I had a good option anyway. <laughs> right. I didn't have anything better than the guy who's got co- who's out with the COVID. Man, I wish you would have uh, bet the uh the Braves tonight, because then I'd have more hope that the Mets would come back. It's not 10-1. I cough is shit. Well, Austin Riley hit a grand slam. At least I have him in two leagues. Right. Oh, that was uh that was the bittersweet thing about about the Dylan Moore Grand Slam, right? Because I just activated him in another league because, you know, Aaron Judge is uh, is out with the COVID, right? So I had uh, I had activated him this week. So so not only it caused me to lose my bet, silver lining, I couldn't be totally mad about it because I got credit for the grand slam, but I, in the grand scheme of things, I, I I would have preferred the bet to cash than to uh, than to get the grand slam out of Dylan Moore there. I got to be honest. Yeah, of course. I mean, look, here's the way I look at it. If my team is going to get bombed like tonight, at least for the players and the other team, please be on my fantasy team. Like, all right, Mets are – look, I knew the Mets were taking a knee tonight with Eikhoff pitching against Charlie Morton. I mean, Eikhoff is terrible. They just don't have any options, which is why they made the deal for Rich Hill. It looks like Carlos Carrasco is going to pitch Friday, but how many innings he's going to go? He just threw three at AAA, so three, four innings. I'll take it, though. I'd rather have that than Eikhoff giving up 10 runs with one out in fourth. But if Riley's going to hit a grand slam for two of my fantasy teams, I'll take it. Yeah, see? And, and that case, dog likes it too. the worthwhile trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, at least oh, I can uh, shut this game off early. I guess I'll switch. Should I switch to the Yankees now and watch Jordan Montgomery since I have him on multiple fantasy teams? Uh, you might as well. You might as well. I got to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually I, I think I used Jordan Montgomery in some DFS tonight for uh, for Tout Daily. So he's just he's thro- dude. He threw like 50 pitches over the first two innings, man. Like, what are you doing? Um, so that's on, the problem. Man. Yeah, man. He, how is this? Po- he's only he's not two walks and three hits. He's at 68 pitches with one out in the fourth. That's, you know, I mean, listen, that's a huge issue right there, especially when you're dealing with like, that's the thing. Like all of a sudden now Tampa Bay's got fucking plate discipline. Like this is a team that's, that strikes out more than almost any other team in the, in the major leagues. And they get Jordan Montgomery on the mound and they're, they're, they're forcing him. I mean, I don't know if the ump is squeezing him at all, but. Obviously, well, they, they, obviously well, the Rays aren't aren't they have a know, few hacking away. Have, yeah, I mean they have some like Wander Franco. I know the OVP is not good, but he definitely works counts. They have Nelson Cruz now. We know he's good. Uh, Choi, um, who hasn't been there all year, he's pretty good. Uh, he's got a three seventy eight OBP. Yandy Diaz three sixty nine. So these guys, some of these guys work to count. I know overall the total stats what you're saying, but at least tonight uh, with the lineup that they have, you know, adding Cruz. Certainly helps, you know, he works deep counts. Uh, so 
Yeah, but that's uh, it's just not being efficient, man. Up to 70 pitches. Come on, Montgomery, man. Now, as you, you're praying not to get five and some run support to get a W at this point. Yeah, you're not getting five out of him, right? This is like, this is four and a third, 96 pitches at, uh, the, at best. I hope not. <laughs> and you know what the worst part is? Only two strikeouts. So he's not even putting up like decent strikeout points for me for uh, for for DraftKings. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, man. I just want to give up on baseball now all of a sudden. Now it's just making <laughs> we got two months left. Making me sad and angry all at the same time. All at the same time. So I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick time out here. We're going to thank our sponsors. We're going to pay some bills. When we come back, it's fantasy football. It's the Raz Bowl. Adam's drafting number one in his draft. I'm drafting 10th in mine. We'll see what the teams look like here and uh, figure out uh, who's 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 got the, uh, the, the who's worse off uh, for the rest of their draft. So right back after this. All right, Adam, your Raz Bowl draft. What's going on? How are you doing in it? Do you like your team? How many picks have you made? Oh, I love my team. Five picks. Um, <laughs> what's what's so funny? Because everybody loves their team after. Five That's picks. not true. No, I like I love the way this broke. Uh, two things here. One, people are so influenced by the Q man and the rankings, and I love it. Like. Did you, have you seen these rankings for the Razzball? There no, are. I haven't. What rankings for the Razzball? Like, no, you know how you go to the queue and you look at. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the uh, the the draft room, how everybody's listed. Yeah, yeah. I love it because it's so out of order and there are so many players buried. I love it. I think this is how it should be. We shouldn't have ADP. Make people fucking work for this shit because I'm telling you, I've seen different drafts. And there's probably people in my league who this is their first draft. And you can tell, like, there are players that, uh, Howard, let me tell you, when I, C.D. Lamb was available in the fourth round and I had 412 and I was like, is C.D. Lamb going to make it to me? He went three picks before me. I have never seen C.D. Lamb fall to 4-9 in the draft this year. Have you? 4-9? No, no. In mine, he went. He, uh, he went 4-4 four, four in mine. Even that's a little late. So I'm telling you, uh, it's running back heavy. There's a team that started with four running backs. I hate that build. Uh, I just think – now, here's what happened. So last night, someone was – the team before me was on the clock. And the clock is shut off from 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. He timed out at 1.58 a.m. <laughs> And got James Robinson. So I immediately said, fuck this. I'm making these two quick picks because when you time out, you automatically go on auto. Right. So after taking McCaffrey, I took Clyde Edwards Hilaire and AJ Brown. He oh, and then he fucking timed out again and got Michael Thomas. <laughs> oh my God. So you know what? I love when people take their time. If you're not going to put in your queue and time out, go ahead, do it. I'll wait the four hours. Thank you. I'll be patient. If everyone wants a timeout, go ahead. <laughs> and then this afternoon, he doesn't time out. He makes a pick of DJ Moore. I make two picks. I don't know, 20 minutes later, he's still on the clock over two hours now. Like, I don't understand. Do, but, do hey, we know who that is? Like, I, mean, I don't, you, 
I don't. I don't, you don't know I who it is. The it's only just somebody person that there. I know in this draft or have heard of is Ken Zalis. And I know he was, he's in your Independence Day Bowl, right? Or he has been. Uh, right? Zalis is in the uh, he's in the Independence Bowl. Yeah, because I remember the year I played, he was in there. So, but I don't, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I never met him. I don't know, but I know of him. Uh, but I don't know anyone else in this league. Conor McGregor might be in my league. There's a McGregor, <laughs> 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 but he spells it differently. But maybe he did that to hide. I don't know. <laughs> There's a Williams in here. I'm assuming that's not Al Williams. I hope not. No, 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 no. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, Serena Williams. She's doing oh. a, a guest spot. Okay, I got to DM her. Right, I do. See, I knew that would get you. <laughs> oh man, holy cow! Unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, that's I see that. Like, I love that though, right? Like the dude times out. He gets stuck with James Robinson. You're like you, you knowing, knowing the software. Knowing what happens, you make those back-to-back picks nice and quick and, and put this guy immediately on the clock again so that when it does turn up again, he's got only his four hours for that pick. That's that's See, that's fucking smart drafting right there. Yeah, I mean, it was 2 a.m., so I'm like, all right, if the guy didn't pick for four hours, he's not awake. And I saw that it automatically went to auto. So I said, all right, cool. And I wasn't going to waste my time anyway. I mean, I knew who I wanted. I was sitting there and I'm like, it, depending on who he picked, and he obviously took James Robinson, who I wanted no part of on the two, three turn. So it made it easy for me. I just bang, bang, you know, because I was worried that, uh, you know, he picks early in the morning and then I'm not awake. Although I kind of had to be awake early because I had maintenance. I knew maintenance would possibly be coming today for an issue because. They didn't come Monday, so I kind of had to be on the alert because, you know, you don't want them to call you. You don't pick up and they're like, all right, next work order. And then they skip you, you know. Right. right. Yeah, totally. So I knew I kind of had to be awake. But again, I didn't want to hold it up. And I was like awake waiting. And I just looked at I'm like, oh, wow, he's going to time out two minutes before the clock shuts. This is great. (laughs) And this dude's probably like he sees all this shit. and He's probably bitching like a. Like a mother right now. I mean, not that you can say anything because you got to pay attention. You get an email, right? When you're on the clock, you get an email when a round finishes, and you get an email when you're when when you're officially on the clock. So, I mean, how how little are you you know are are, are you paying attention to anything uh, for that to for that to be the case? Yeah, I mean, look, there's no excuse, man. Look. I know things happen, right? Emergencies, life gets in the way. I understand that. But most people who are doing this are in the industry or fans. They're excited to do this. No one is requiring you to sign up for this. The last I checked, you know, no one put a gun to my head. You know, it's a fun format. I like the people at Razball. I said, all right, I'll do it. You know, I uh, we've had this discussion. I have, I do kind of want to cut out some of these free leagues. But you know what? We're doing this early. It's a slow draft. It's best ball for the first nine or 10 weeks. So it's little maintenance. Yeah, there's fab, but you know what? It's not going to take long. It's 10 bucks. I'll do it. But it's like, so this guy, he auto picked his first pick. Cool. I appreciate that. You know, Dalvin Cook, easy choice. Timed out on the next two, made the DJ more pick in round four, and now has been gone for two hours. Like, dude, I'm on the turn. 
you know more than likely I'm pro- I'm going to make my two picks quick. Now you're gone another two hours. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, there's just you have to have some etiquette. Now, look, I hope everything's okay. I don't want to find out. Oh, this happened, but you know, dude's, we all. Dude's mother-in-law all, just died. Well, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's just me. Never mind. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just. Have some draft etiquette. Then again, you know what? I, I'm I don't really care anymore. Like I just hope he keeps timing out in front of me. Like I don't want him to time out now because then team three is probably gonna get someone good. But in front of me, go ahead, time out. I got patience. I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so lay out the team right now, one through five. Uh McCaffrey, Edwards Hilaire, AJ Brown, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett. McCaffrey, Edwards Hilaire, Chris Godwin, and who? AJ Brown, Tyler Lockett. AJ Brown, Tyler Lockett. Damn, I like that. Yeah, I, I like that. Really pleased with it. Uh, but I, I've seen some awful picks in my league, bro. Just again, I don't know if it's these guys drafting for the first time or the draft software is influencing. Because the draft software has James James Robinson thirteen. I saw him go in the second round, I believe, in Ryan Hallam's draft. Now I don't know if that one timed out. But like, what do we do? Like James Robinson, second round. I, so that's that's why I love this software, man. Because uh, I don't know if you've looked, but there are some good players that are absolutely buried, and we've had this discussion on this podcast. Yeah. On fantasy alarm shows, alarm after hours. The software and where you draft is so important, and know it. And I love this, man. I actually think we should be getting rid of ADPs on the draft software because it's a crutch for people. Because I know what happens. They're in the draft room. They're like. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Deontay Johnson is this high. Hmm. Why is he this high? I guess he is for a reason. Um, all right. I'll take him. You know, I know people do that. They, you know, in some leagues, not all, especially home leagues, it happens. So you got to go through the software and I already went in. I put all these, there are a bunch of players buried, like way far down that I just threw in my queue to make sure. Because when I do the slow drafts, I don't print out my rankings across off names because I could be out eating lunch. You know, I'm not going to have the paper in front of me, right. but I'll I'll refer I'll go. To, I go to fantasyalarm.com, look at my rankings and go, OK, was this guy drafted? This guy drafted. Oh, shoot. This guy wasn't drafted and I got him ranked here. Let me see. Where is he? Go search. Oh, wow. He's buried. So I still do that because it's a slow draft. So you have time. But if. Obviously, any actual draft, I'm printing out the rank because I don't want to rely on this queue. Yeah. Well, who are some? So, who are some of the like? I mean, you know, your draft is definitely different than my draft. James Robinson in the fourth. Um, my draft room. Even Robinson in the fourth is too early. Yeah. I'm just. I mean, listen. I'm. I'm just going through it here. I'm looking at mine because my my draft. Everybody went wide receiver bonkers, like absolutely bonkers. I went, you know. My my usual best ball mentality was uh, was you know grab my three running backs um, and and just wide receivers were 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 it was just it was crazy and then on the uh, coming back I uh, in in the fourth round um, I probably should have gone wide receiver right but I did like you did you know I was looking through the queue and I was like wow Ceedee Lamb's definitely buried over there. Um, you know, do I take him or whatnot? I ended up, you know, just whatever for just to, to switch shit up a, a little bit for me uh, and just and took Kyler Murray. 
right? And I probably should have gone wide receiver there. I probably should have taken Lamb uh, because then what happened, man? I mean, it was just, it, it went bonkers. I, I took Murray and then it was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven receivers come off the board. Uh, and I mean, round three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven receivers off there. So my draft is actually, instead of being like running back bonkers, there's actually more wide receiver bonkers. Yeah, it feels like mine is a little bit more wide res- uh, running back heavy, which is why I, I feel God went and lock it fell to me. And TJ Hawkinson went around three, one pick after Kittle. Yeah. Uh, we only have one quarterback gone, though, through four rounds, only Mahomes in the middle of the fourth round. Uh, but yeah, a lot of running backs. I mean, one team took four. Um, and it looks like every team except two have at least two running backs to start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I my, my, my notion here was, you know, to just play the percentages on the wide receivers. I just didn't think that so many were going to come off the board off of this tier. Like I thought this tier was going to last a little bit longer, but I mean, people are now basically ignoring running backs, you know, to the point where it's like you're, you're Javonta Williams in the sixth, Chase Edmonds in the sixth, Daryl Henderson in the sixth. Wow. Henderson went in the sixth in yours. He actually went in the fourth in mine. Yeah. Javonte Williams is buried. So not buried. He's like in the one hundreds. There's players who are not even like ranked. Yeah. So um, it, depending on the league and how sharp they are, there's going to be value in, in in these leagues, man. They're going to be value. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to see, um, you know, receivers who are, you know, I'm like looking through and trying to find receivers who are kind of buried in the. Uh, in I'll the give system. you one name if you want. Go ahead, Corlin Sutton. Do a search. He's already off the board. Okay, he's ranked five ninety nine. Yeah, he um five ninety nine. Yeah, I love it. I think this look. I, I I wish we didn't have. Wait, is Sutton off the board? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There he is. He he went off the board with the last pick of the sixth round. Sixth round, okay. Yeah, my guess is someone will probably figure it out. Yeah, I thought you had like something else for him. Um. Oh yeah, there is one other one. Uh, eh, it's Debo Samuel's ranked three twenty seven. Uh, he is already off the board of mine. Also, I Wait, told you're, my, you're in round six. My, uh, we're halfway through round seven oh, okay. and, yeah, and the, the wide receiver position got raped. <laughs> that's just, it's a horrible word to use, but that's really what's going down right now. I mean, we're looking at, you know, if you're looking at the, uh, at the board, not the board, but you're looking at like their software. Um, we're in like the Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, Brandon Cooks. Curtis Samuel, like we're in that range right now. So Yeah, I mean, it, it drops off quick because I think in rounds three, four, five, that's what sweet spot where receivers just start flying off the board because people go to the running backs early and then it's heavy receiver with a tight end or two sprinkled in. And then the quarterbacks, the top two quarterbacks start to go rounds four, five, six, you know, the running quarterbacks. So, yeah, then – you see a ton of receivers go. So you have to be cognizant of that because I know, yeah, receivers are deep, but the top target guys drive pretty quickly, man. Um, Yeah, they definitely do. They definitely do. I mean, I'm looking at this right now and, you know, coming up on two picks. Um, 
you know, guys like, uh, you know, Marquise Brown, uh, Mike Williams, Michael Gallup, you know, even T.Y. Hilton. Like that's I'm going to end up double tapping the wide receiver position there and uh, and grabbing those guys. I'm just probably pound the wide receiver position. It's crazy. 158 is Randall Cobb. Right now he's 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 worth something with Aaron Rodgers demanding him, but 158 that seems a little on the on the high side. Is that Rand, wait Randall Cobb what? Randall Cobb at 158. That's yeah, right. yeah. It does seem high. I mean, I know it's not official with Green Bay yet, right? No, not yet. But they yeah, are working. But it looks like deal it. Yeah. so that will help them. But it's not like you feel great about them. No, this is dude. He's taking away all these targets from Devontae Adams now. You know, this is this is like what Tom Brady did uh, in Tampa Bay. He wanted Antonio Brown. He got Antonio Brown. Aaron Rodgers wants Randall Cobb. He's getting Randall Cobb. Sorry, Devontae Adams. You're you're clearly not the favorite anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a setup. He's like, you know, let's put the last dance pictures. This will be the last stance. You put it on your social media. I'll put it on mine. And then I'm going to stab you in the back and give Randall Cobb 180 targets. Right? That's exactly what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's going to be. No shit. No shit. It's the same thing. Chris Hogan in New Orleans. Everybody's looking at Traquan Smith. Chris Hogan's going to be the new guy. Oh, yeah. No doubt. (laughs) And he left lacrosse for this. Oh, well, I mean, you know, there's there's really not a lot of money in lacrosse anyway. Unless you're in Long Island. Right. <laughs> if, if you play for Ward Melville High School in Long exactly. Island. It's huge. Huge hotbed out there. Crazy. It's crazy. I played I played lacrosse for a year in high school, my freshman year. What major league pitcher went to Ward Melville High School? Um, I have no idea. There's actually two in the majors right now. Who? Stephen Matz and Anthony K. Stephen Matz and Anthony K. My memories of Ward Melville date way, way back in in a much nerdier sense than anything sports related. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was on the uh, I was on the high school quiz bowl team. Really? Yeah. You wait. You went to Ward Melville? No. No, I went to Kings Park. We were. Oh, you went to Kings Park. I didn't know that. Yeah, we were about to win, right? And uh, it was one last question there. And I don't remember what the exact question was, but it was something about the French Revolution. And I said, uh, you know, oh, it was, it was something about the, uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel. And I was like, oh, it's set in the French Revolution. It's the French Revolution. And all, all the, I turned to the captain. And I said, it's French Revolution. I'm 100% positive. It's French Revolution. If we answered that correctly, then we won. If we didn't, we lost to Ward Melville. What does the fucking captain do? He turns around and he goes, the Crimean War. I'm like, the fucking Crimean War? What are you talking about? What is the matter with you? Who would set a book in the Crimean War? Like, what is that all about? And uh, and so we lost because of it. Well, at least you uh, forgot about it. Oh, dude, right? It's the, it's the <laughs> shit that stays with you forever and ever and ever, right? There it is. The Crimean fucking war. Ward Melville High School. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I got to get out of here. I got yet another live stream to do, plus uh, 
some other personal arrangements I get to fucking deal with now. Um, Adam, always a pleasure. Um, check my email. <laughs> I need some coverage. Um, that's going to do it for us here on the Andy Up podcast. Big thank you as always to Adam Rodas. I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time. Peace.